0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Wednesday to you. It's Wednesday, February the 3rd. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. So go to builtbar.com, use the promo code On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Do it today. Today, you know, I want to talk to you guys about Initially, I'm going to talk about to you about the 76ers record. Like, what is a record? Like, what, how much stock do we put into a record? And the reason why I'm asking that is because of it was brought to my attention that the Sixers last year started the season at 20 and 7, right? They started 20 and 7, and I think that's when they started. Incurring some a little bit of problems afterwards, right? Right now, the Sixers are 15 and six—the same exact record they had through 21 games last season. Now, right now, this 15 and six record has the Sixers with the best record in the Eastern Conference, right? Now we all know how the Sixers ended up their season last year. They finished six in the East. And they were swept in the first round of the playoffs, right? So, I want to talk a little bit about what, is, what, how much stock do we put into a record, right? I want to talk about that in the first segment. Now, in the in the second segment, in in the second segment, I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, hey, Joel Embiid, my man, got uh, he got Player of the Month uh, for the Eastern Conference. Um. Joke, the Joker got player of the month for the Western Conference. So, you know, I want to talk about that, about how it's the return of the big man. And I remember when Sam Hinkie used to talk about that and Brett Brown used to talk about that. And, you know, people thought they were crazy. Like, hey, you can't win with a big man. Now, again, a big man, a dominant big man hasn't led their team to a championship in a long time. So... Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that, you know, we'll talk about. Is, is, is this the return? Is it, you know, how, how much stock can we put into it? You know, things like that. And then, you know how I do in the third segment. You know, for people who are new to this podcast, what I do is typically what comes to mind is something that I talk about. And uh, sorry, I may not be as prepared, but a lot of times it's something about what I experienced the day before, you know, personal life or or my travels and, and everything like that. Uh, so, you know, that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. But before I would get into this, I just want to let you guys know, in addition to being the host of the Locked On 76ers podcast, I am the beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. So you can go to inquire.com to read daily stories about the 76ers. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can download or you can subscribe to this podcast, wherever you subscribe to the podcast at. Right? So, don't, you know, do it. Do it today. Do it today. So, here's the thing. Um, To me, right now, when we look at, when we, when we talk about a team's record, we have to put everything in perspective, right? Yes, it's true. They have the same record they did last year. What I mean by putting things in perspective, you know, teams' records this so far this season aren't like how they used to be, right? right. They're not. And what I mean by that is there's so much involved now. Now you have a lot of injuries. You have uh, the COVID stuff people missing games. So a team is going to like lose a couple games that they typically wouldn't because they don't have the players that would normally play because of being in protocols. So that's the one thing we look at. And and then when Doc Rubber comes out and says, I don't even know what our record is, I mean, he's right. It's not about a record right now. It's about where you are. And unfortunately, it's just one of those things that people are going to have to deal with. I mean, I think that this year, like in the past, there might have been a team that went, let's say, 60, well, that's a lot of wins, but like 58 wins, a team going 58 wins, 59 wins over an 82-game season. I don't know. We'll see something like that, the equivalent of that this year, unless a team turns it over, I mean, turns everything around and and they're healthy and they're they're dominant in the second half, I don't think we'll see that. But the thing is, one thing that Doc Rivers said is uh, he does think his team needs to get better. And I know that's a cliche. Coaches always say that. Why do they say that? Because you don't want your team to become complacent. You don't. You do not want your team to become complacent. You know, right about now, this is like this is rare air for some of these guys. You know, Tobias Harris the last couple of years, everybody was telling them how much he was stealing money. You know, how much he was overhyped, this and that. Now the people are telling him he's an all-star. Right? Um, you look at a lot of these guys, it's like, whoa, this team can do no do no wrong. Doc Rivers knows that hey, we only defeated three teams with a winning record at this point. He knows that um, they have some defici- defensive deficiencies when it comes down to guarding elite guards. You know, he knows that um, they right now Mike Scott is out and injured and they don't have a backup power forward. So what they have to do is they have to put Ben Simmons in that role They have to uh, play Tobias Harris longer on the floor. He knows all that. He knows that once the game slows down that people are going to try Ben Simmons. So when you look at it, you know, yes, this team is 15 and six. Yes, this team um, is in first place. And yes, this team has a long ways to go in in regards to being where the coach wants them to be, right? So when you look at that record, you know, you say to yourself, like, okay, dang, it's the same record that they did, had last year. Everything's going to, are you saying it's going to implode like last year? No, it's different circumstances, completely different circumstances. You can't even, like, compare the two seasons, you know? Now, I will tell you this. So last year, the Sixers were, were fifteen and six, right? Um, heading into their, their next game, the next game they lost to the Washington Wizards, one nineteen to one thirteen, which was a bad loss. Then they came back and they defeated. Heck, man, they were on a roll. They lost to Washington, and then they came back and defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers. 1 141 to 94 the Toronto Raptors 110 to 107 the Denver Nuggets 97 to 92 they went to the Boston Celtics and won 115 to 109 and they went to uh the Pelicans well no they played the Pelicans at home and won 116 to 109 they were on a 5 game winning streak right and they went on to go uh 20 and 7 But at that point, that's when, you know, I'm not going to say it started to slide, but, I mean, because they did go up and they did have a, I mean, I ain't going to say slide, but but then they came back and they lost three straight. They lost to Brooklyn, they lost to Miami, and they lost to Dallas. Miami and Dallas, those were the zone games, remember? That's when uh, they implemented the zone against the Sixers and they didn't have any answers, right? But I believe... That five-game winning streak was their longest winning streak of the season. The second, well, they tied it. They won. They started out. Oh, they started out five and zero at the beginning of the season, and then they had a couple four-game winning streaks. But that five-game winning streak tied it. They gave them. They give them a twenty-seven record. All right. Now, you know. I love me some Built Bar. I really do. And I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, right? It really does. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. I'm telling you, that's something you need to do today. Not right now. <laughs> Once you get finished with this podcast, then you go do it. Right? But I'm telling y'all, like it's been different, I, I'm going to be real, um, to a point where I'm here in, in Charlotte, waking up, I don't have any with me, my stupid self, didn't bring any. and I'm just saying, I'm just out of it, like I am. I'm having my cup of coffee, I'm sitting here doing my podcast, I don't have my dog with me, but it, i just been out of it, and I just can't wait to get back home tomorrow and devour some built Bars. I'm telling you, they're just that good. Right? Now, in regards to Joel B, it's funny. I remember when the Sixers drafted New Noel. Right? He was the guy, one of the guys that they wanted. They also wanted they, Victor Oladipo. It was a bunch of dudes that they had. And whoever was available, that's who they were going to take. And that so happened. New Orleans was the one available for the trade with New Orleans, right? So then the next year, they wanted Andrew Wiggins. They couldn't get him. He goes first overall to uh, Cleveland. Joel Embiid's injured. He falls in their lap. They take Joel, right? Then the year later... Jalo Okafer. And you're saying to yourself, man, you guys got just drafted three centers, only one of them could play. What's going on? What the heck? And this one dude ain't going to play this year. I'm talking about Embiid. But then it was where you realized that Embiid was that guy. You realize that Embiid was like the man, right? And you start seeing how they were running things through him. And then you say to yourself, like, okay. Now, is this going to work? Like, when's the last time a dominant big man was the centerpiece of a championship team? You know what I mean? I'm thinking maybe Shaq, but Demon got to a point where Kobe got to the point where he was the guy too. You know what I mean? Like, like when was the last time? And you're thinking that the Sixers are crazy, and then comes yesterday. You know, you have Joel Embiid become Player of the Month, right? And you're saying to yourself, like, "Wow, this is this is major," you know. And and then um, you have the Joker get Player of the Month. So that's, but this is the first time since back in the day, man, when Dwight Howard, who's a Sixer, and Yao Ming won those respective awards the same time. Bless a long time, a long time. So, you know, and back in the day, you know, Dwight Howard used to be an MVP candidate for the Orlando Magic, right? So we're going back over a decade ago, right? So I'm saying this to say that maybe the big man has returned, right? But the thing is about it is if it has, we're not going to really know until they win a championship, but i will say that both of these guys the joker and mb are candidates for mvp they're actually among the front runners and the bad part is it's a shame because if they both were forwards they both would be probably penciled in as all nba first teamers but one is going to be first the other one's going to be second team all right but they're both the two best, among the two best players in the league right now. Two most exciting players. So, when you say it, yes, the center game is coming back. But people aren't going to say it's officially back until one they lead one of those guys, one of those teams, the championship. Right? That's what they're going to say. But I'm here to tell you, it's, it's, it's exciting. I mean, you look at NBA play, you look at the Joker play, and... You know, I, I love when they go up against each other. Unfortunately, they don't go up against each other as much as the world would like to see for NBA fans. But uh, it's a good matchup and good thing for the league. It really is good thing for big men, too, I'm telling you. Because I remember, like, the big man was supposed to be minimized. It was like, hey, you go get a center, you get somebody that's athletic, somebody I room protecting Someone who gets out of the way on offense, he does stuff defensively, it's a guards game. You know, just get out of the way, right? Just get out of the way. And it's not that case anymore. At least not with these two guys. Now, you know, we always talk about Bilt Bar and how much I love Bill Bar, right? And there's someone else, something else that's, you know, pretty good. Now, I'm not really a gambler, so I'm not going to sit here in front like I'm a gambler. But I know this is something for people who gamble. This is something that's great. It's BetOnlineAG. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. BetOnlineAG. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnlineAG use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Do it today. Right? Now, you know, my thing is we're talking about the Sixers, how last year they went on a five-game winning streak. And I think it will be tougher for the Sixers to go on a five game winning streak this time around. I mean as we talked about their coming shows yesterday. But they do have some defining games. They do have some games that we'll learn a lot about this team. I mean, let's face it. I mean, the Sixers, you know, they need to find out if they need to make some more moves. Now, just because a player wasn't traded doesn't mean that, or a trade didn't go through, doesn't mean that they're still satisfied with that player. So, what we're going to find out is we're going to see how they play against certain teams and see what can happen. Right? I'm really looking forward to Sunday's game. Actually, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game, too, against Portland. Right? The Sixers give up a lot of points to to guards. Well, Dame Lillard, CJ, um, McCollum are guards who, like, can get their own shot, get their own buckets. So that's not a good matchup for the Sixers. And then you got the big three coming to town on uh, on Saturday, right? And Brooklyn. And then I want to see what they do when they go up against Utah in about a week. Phoenix. I mean, we're talking about teams that have scoring guards. Guards who can get their own shots, get their own buckets. So I'm really intrigued. I am. And I think that that's when we'll get a true barometer if if all these teams keep playing, their players, like they play their starters and everyone doesn't get to, you know, messed up with the COVID. I think that this is going to be a divine, defining moment for the Sixers. It really is. But, hey, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening and have a blessed, blessed day. Peace.